0: So good day, everyone, and welcome to our first episode of Walking into Retirement with a Plan podcast. I'm your host, George Ning, and with me today, we have Andrea Hadlington and Robin McDonnell, two of our business development managers with OTIP. I will go around and ask everyone to introduce themselves, starting with Andrea.
1: Hello, uh, my name is Andrea Hadlington. I've been in the insurance business in Ontario for almost 15 years, and I'm a Canadian accredited insurance broker. I recently joined OTIP, and I'm really looking forward to Uh, sharing some information with you on this podcast.
0: Thank you. Robin?
2: Hi, George. Uh, I'm also an insurance broker. I've been in the insurance industry for over 40 years, and uh, most of that time, over 25 years, my career has been with OTIP.
0: Thank you, Robin. As for myself, I'm a financial planner of over 20 years working in the group pensions and investments in the private sector before joining OTIP. So in today's edition, we'll review the RTIP Retirement Guide and also address some of the most common questions that comes up during our live group workshops. We hope that we can help answer some of the questions that you may have. If you have additional questions not covered today, please feel free to attend one of our upcoming live broadcast webinars or tune into our future podcasts. This information can be found on our website and by calling our Living Benefits line at one 800 267 Six eight four seven. Retired Teachers Insurance Plan, RTIP, offers the most flexible health, dental, and travel insurance available to the retired education community. Simply choose the plan that best meets your needs. I would also add that everything we talk about today also applies to our active retired members or ARM members. ARM members can find more information on the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation website on how to join. So Robin, can you tell us a bit about who OTIP is?
2: Uh, It would be my pleasure. So OTIP is an acronym that stands for the Ontario Teachers Insurance Plan. We've been around for 40 years. We were formed uh, back then and we're still owned today by the four teaching federations that to make up the, uh, the teacher unions in Ontario. We're the leading insurance provider in Canada owned by unions. And what that means for our clients is that any profits earned by OTIP go right back into providing additional benefits for our clients. And if you work in the education sector in Ontario, either public, private, elementary, secondary, or post-secondary, you are eligible to purchase uh, any of our individual insurance products.
0: That's great. Can you tell me if OTIP works with other trade unions and the public?
2: Well, we certainly work with trade unions, and there are several that uh, are involved in the education business. OSBCU, for example, that's part of QP. Uh, we also have a few Cope locals. Cope is an acronym that stands for the Canadian Office and of Professionals Employees Union. And and about three thousand OPSU members uh, are educational assistants. The key is that you have to work in education. So, for example. With CUPE, there are, there's about 270,000 QP members in Ontario, but only 55,000 of them actually work in education.
0: That's great. Thank you. So from my experience, we spend a lot of time planning our vacation and sometimes even one or two years in advance, but not a lot of thought goes into retirement planning because we all think the government will take care of us. So can you tell us why it's important to plan ahead for insurance needs and how far before retirement should we start planning?
2: Well, we, that's a good question. We usually see uh, people come to our workshops about, well, as early as five or 10 years ahead. They, they want to know what they need to do, what they have to think about, how they need to plan before their big day, before their big retirement day. More often though, it's within the first, uh, the next 12 or 24 months prior to retirement. That's usually when we see um, our, our prospective clients.
1: So Robin, on that note, when we're talking about when the right time to plan for our retirement insurance programs, can you please clarify when exactly our members' current provincial plans end? Uh,
2: Good question, Andrea. So whatever provincial plan you may be in, they all have a common expiry date, and that is the date you actually retire. So if you've Put your notice to the board that you're retiring at the end of June. Midnight of that day is when your group health plan ends.
1: So we're very proud of our branding, OTIP and RTIP. Knowing the acronym is the Retired Teachers Insurance Plan. Is it only teachers that qualify for the RTIP plan?
2: Um, Good question. The the name RTIP is many, many years old and it, At that time, in the beginning, yes, you had to be a teacher. Well, since then, we've now expanded to anyone in the province who works in education. So that's a pretty big list of occupations, bus drivers, educational assistants, support staff, admin, uh, superintendents, teachers, of course, uh, EAs. Anyone who works in education is eligible for our product.
1: We mentioned in our guide that there's a 60-day window to apply for the RTIP plan without a medical. Does the 60-day window of eligibility apply if I participate in my spouse's plan before coming to RTIP?
2: Good question. So that's, a, that's an important key piece of flexibility that you have with us. So if you are retiring and your spouse has an employee benefit program, it, it's often, assuming the program is valuable to you and the benefits are, are worthwhile, it's really beneficial to jump on your spouse's plan because it won't cost you any money out of pocket to do that. So you we give you either 60 days when you leave your own board plan or whether you go to your spouse's plan and are on that plan for many months or many years. Your 60 days would start when your spouse retires.
1: What happens if I don't apply for the ARTIC plan within those 60 days?
2: Well, assuming that if you're on your spouse's plan, then you're fine because you've got that protection that you're on a group plan. Eventually you can come to us when your spouse retires. But if you just elect, hey, I'm not going to buy the plan right now. I'll just take my chances later. If you come to us beyond the 60 days, there would be a medical to complete, and it's always touch and go whether uh, anyone would qualify for the medical later on in life.
1: All right, and I think um, given some of the presentations we've done in the past in person with our members and the questions that come up, one of them that comes up uh, quite often is talking about benefits coordinations. If um, I were to get the RTIP plan, does it make sense to coordinate to get it to coordinate with my spouse's benefits? Like, in which case would that make sense?
2: Andrea, I think what you're asking about is, can you have two plans at the same time, which is what coordination means? And yes, if for reasons of uh, added coverage you want to have both the RTIP plan and your spouse's retiree plan after you retire, yes, you can uh, apply for both plans. The key is with uh, with RTIP you have to come into our plan within 60 days of leaving your group plan. But uh, by by all means, if you wanted to have two plans and then have extra sources of money to uh, claim expenses on, go ahead.
1: All right. And uh, I wanted to leave um, another little tidbit on the table here too that comes up is when we're talking about a group plan versus an individual plan there's a misconception out there that Mm -hmm. our plan is an individual plan can you clarify exactly what our our rtip plan is and how it's structured just so that our listeners have a clear um version of what how our premiums are devised and and what our program is
2: yeah that would be my pleasure i think there's a misconception that somehow an individual plan isn't as good as a group plan. So just to clarify, the the RTIP plan is technically an individual plan. So when you retire, we give you 60 days, you join our plan, but it's known as an individual plan. Now, that benefits our clients first and foremost by the fact that there's no premium sales tax they then have to pay on their premium. So the premiums you see in, in the booklet are the actual premiums we're going to charge you. There's no extra premium sales tax. It's sometimes touted that, oh, well, if you're in an individual plan such as ours, uh, you know we could cancel you down the road. And that's simply not true. We cannot cancel you. So even though our plan is individual, it operates on a group platform. Once you're in the plan and assuming you're paying your premiums, we can never terminate your coverage. You can never lose your coverage because of ill health or because of an advanced age. You are on for life.
1: Thanks so much, Robin.
0: Robin, at the beginning you had mentioned to Andrea's question that when does my coverage end? I would like to know why is it important to have continuation of coverage at retirement? that's
2: a that's an individual choice, George. Uh, I, I guess you don't have to buy the coverage and but let me explain that the world that you would live in if you didn't have any type of retiree health plan. If you weren't yet sixty five, any prescription drug medication that you were on or you, that was subsequently prescribed to you would be an out-of pocket expense. As well, uh, most clinics in the province for physiotherapy are not OHIP clinics. So, uh, you know, you'd be paying out of your own money if you need a physiotherapy or a massage, chiropractic coverage, um, coverage that you've enjoyed, for example, for uh, orthotics, that wouldn't be there. Our wonderful travel insurance benefit uh, would not be on the policy. And you'd have a big problem later on in life because at about age 72 the cost of travel insurance climbs dramatically for snowbirds so if you're under the r-tip plan or arm plan uh, you don't have to worry
0: about that that's great so can we conclude from that as if we didn't have any insurance the day we stopped working all our coverages would stop so anything that would have we were getting our Medications and everything else would be out of pocket expenses. That would be right. Be
2: exactly. Completely out of pocket expenses, at least until age 65. Right. When you'd become eligible for the Ontario Drug Benefit Plan. And uh, unfortunately, not all prescriptions are covered by the ODB. So, you know, again, you might be, oh, even after 65, there's still many, many reasons why you want to stay an insured member of tip.
0: Right. And we'll get into that a little bit later on in the um, in the show. Uh, I want to go back to the booklet from pages six to eleven. We talk about the three different plans that are available to our members. Can you talk a little bit more about that? And how do I decide which of the three plan is best for me and whether or not would I choose single, couple or family?
2: Exactly. So One of the beautiful features of the RTIP or ARM plan is the fact that we do have three options. And the reason it's important to have options is that not everybody arrives at at retirement with the same need for prescription drugs. So I'll I'll use myself. I I know that I need about $3,600 worth of uh, drugs, uh, prescription drugs a a year. And the reason I know that is I've asked my pharmacist, "What what do my drugs cost me? And and so that's something that uh, our listeners should do before they retire: chat with their pharmacist and say, "Listen, I, I'm going to have to pay, you know, out of pocket. I want to buy an insurance plan, and they have different levels. How much do I need? So four thousand dollars is our highest plan. Our the the one in the middle is twenty five hundred dollars per person per year." and our lowest plan is 750 so we're not funneling everybody into just one option we we know there's a, a wide variety of needs and we do offer single couple and family coverage now you know a couple you might assume okay two adults but not necessarily a couple could also be an adult and a dependent child if that's a couple and as far as family well you you know your dependent children are covered and we define dependence as unmarried children up to the age of 21 or unmarried children up to the age of 31 if they're in post secondary school education and you don't always so a couple if, if we if you have different needs as i explained my, my i have different needs than for example my wife she takes no medication I could buy single at $4,000 because I need that amount. She could buy the single plan at
0: $750. That's great. So based on that flexibility, can you change your plan at any time?
2: You certainly can. And we, we realize that uh, you know the decision you make when you retire, be it in your 50s or 60s, isn't necessarily going to be the right decision for you the rest of your life. So we have a window. Uh, it, it starts January 1st, it lasts for 30 days. So every January, you can move one plan up without a medical. Doesn't matter what your health is, doesn't matter, you know, pre-existing conditions. So if, if so for example, my wife who started at the 750 plan, if she needed more drug coverage the next year, she could move to the $2,500 plan in January. Or, or conversely, if I started in the $2,500 plan, and then found out that that was no longer adequate for my needs, I could move to the $4,000 plan in January. But you can also move down, George, because let's say at 65, after you've had another discussion with the pharmacist and you find out perhaps that most, if not all, of your prescriptions are now going to be covered by the Ontario Drug Program, you can move all the way down. Think of snakes and ladders. So in January, if I was at the $4,000 plan, I could move all the way down. To the
0: 750. Great, thank you. So Robin, given all the flexibility that our plan offers, why would someone choose another insurer over RTIP?
2: Well, George, that that is a really good question. I I think that once someone understands the the options, the importance of having different options as you age and the flexibility that our plan has, um, I think most people I actually are choosing to go with uh, our tip. Um, you know, there are some misconceptions in the marketplace about, as I say, that individual versus group plan and and perhaps a misunderstanding of, of just how important it is to be able to either go up or go down, especially after 65, to go down in coverage. So, George, if I was in a, in a plan, and there are plans like this that have a you know, higher level, but but our set are higher for life. You know, at age sixty-five, once I'm on the ODB program, I'm all of a sudden paying for a high amount of coverage, let's say thirty-four or thirty-five hundred dollars of coverage, which I just don't need. And and again, as I continue to age, you know, in the seventies and beyond, again, I've been paying for all of this coverage that I just can't use. That's why people come to RTIP to have that flexibility.
0: Great, thank you. So you mentioned ODB. Can you tell us a little bit more what the Ontario Drug Benefit Program is, and how would I apply for it?
2: Sure. Well, actually, technically speaking, you don't have to apply for it. It it comes into effect when you turn sixty five. So, at the at from sixty five on, when you enter into a pharmacy or you arrange to get prescriptions. your health card identifies you as now you're now over 65, and the pharmacist knows right off the bat that the government is now the first payer for your prescription drug. Now, the government has a, a deductible, which is deductible means the portion you have to pay for. Uh, that deductible is, well, it's rather low, but it's $100, and it comes into effect every August. The nice thing is, is that our insurers, our, our tip and our members, can put that hundred-dollar cost through their plan, so they will get that reimbursed. And there's about 4,400 gr- drugs on the formulary, which is the list of eligible drugs under the Ontario Drug Benefit Plan. Uh, I, again, it, it's worthwhile just before you turn 65 to have a quick uh, conversation with the pharmacist and say, "Listen, uh, you know, do I have anything to worry about?" Because uh, keep in mind, with our flexibility, you know, you don't have to go down to the 750 plan at 65. If you still need the $2,500 plan because of uh, some medication that wasn't covered by the government, you'd be
0: fine. Given that I have ODB to cover my meds, why would I need to have insurance with Well, uh,
2: uh, uh, good, good question. So, again, I'll take myself as an example. I'm over 65, and uh, let's say I was retired. Uh, true, my meds are covered by the provincial government, but I would have, uh, you know, if I wanted to go for a chiropractic coverage, physio, massage, um, you know, I would look to to my plan to reimburse me for that. Um, I'll, I'll ask uh, our listeners perhaps to, to look at pages 14 and 15. There's a whole list of other things, hearing aids, custom-made orthotics, um, the travel plan, uh, and actually 17 different paramedical practitioners. And with any of our plans, you end up with another source of money that you can claim against. And you get 80% of your bill uh, when you go to one of our paramedical practitioners up to $1,250 per person per year. Now, there are some OHIP clinics, that's true, but there's long lineups in those OHIP uh, physio clinics, for example. You wouldn't have to worry about that if you were an RTIP member.
0: All right. Thank you, Robin, for that. Uh, Looking at page 14 of the booklet, which again, folks, you can download from our website at www.otip.com forward slash RTIP. Page 14 of the booklet talks about reimbursement Mm -hmm. And we see that for the RTIP plus 4 it's 85 percent RTIP gold 2500 is 80 percent and the RTIP gold 750 at 80 percent Can you tell us a little bit more about what reimbursement means and also how Can the member Try to get a hundred percent back on there?
2: So george, that's a good question. There are different uh... Coinsurance factors or reimbursement levels for our plans and you've correctly identified 85% for 4,000 and 80% for the 2,500 or 750 What that means to you is when you go to a drugstore and uh, you get a prescription You have to pay a portion of the ingredient cost So if the ingredient cost of that drug is $100 you're either paying $15 out of your own pocket or either $20 depending on what plan you're in With our program and really with all retiree plans, however, you're also paying the dispensing fee and that's a nominal amount that the drugstore is allowed to charge. That might be new to you because under large group plans, uh, very often the dispensing fee is covered by the plan. Well, it it isn't with retiree plans. So again, you go into the drugstore, you're either paying 15% or 20%, the plan picks up the rest. Now, I think your second part of that question was how can you bump that up to 100%? And that's easy with our program because RTIP and ARM have a feature called Express Scripts. So if you're on medication on a daily basis or, or a very frequent basis, that's what we call maintenance medication. I'm, for example, on Crestor. So I take a Crestor pill every night, every day. So for that type of medication use, if I had my physician fax or scan my script to Express Scripts Canada, which is an internet pharmacy, they're going to ship my medication to me through Canada Post, and there's no coinsurance factor. In other words, there's no, that's 100% reimbursement, and that can make a big difference difference at the end of a year if if I have had to get my prescription three or four times a year um, that's 15 or 20% of the ingredient cost I'm saving each and every time that medication comes to me now as good as express scripts is it's really not intended for acute issues so if I'm walking in the summer and I step in poison ivy I don't want to wait for the postman right I I'll, you know I'll go to Rexall I'll go to IDA, whatever drugstore is near, I'll get that cream I need for my my rash.
1: Robin, it's a lot to plan for, our retirement insurance programs for individuals. Do you have some advice for people when they're trying to figure out which level of coverage they should choose, and and how to find those answers?
2: Well, I think, I think you've brought up a good point, Andrea. I, I mean, wh- one of the, I guess, pitfalls of having choice is that you were asking our clients to make a choice, but let me turn that around. It, it, it's instead of directing people into just one level of coverage, you have an opportunity to choose the level of coverage and only pay for what you need. Now, uh, if, if you don't take any medication now at all, such as, as I mentioned, my wife, uh, she's in that position. Well, then it's fairly simple. I mean, the 750 plan that we have uh, it w- is probably well, is adequate. Why would you buy more if you don't need take anything now? Also realizing that down the road, if you are starting to take medication, um, you can always change in January to the $2,500 plan. So as I think I may have mentioned, I, th- I think a visit to the pharmacist uh, prior to deciding which plan is the is the best strategy because your pharmacist will be able to tell you. Well, you know they'll know what medications you take, but more importantly, they'll know the annual cost of those medications. Because today, right now, when you get your medications under your larger group plan, you know you, you know I pick up a bag and and your consumer pays nothing you walk out or very little, you, you really have no idea what the ingredient, the true ingredient cost of that drug might be.
1: How would I know which of my prescriptions are covered?
2: Well, uh, good question. And uh, I mean, there's, a, I don't know exactly how many prescription drugs there are in Canada. I, I do know that the list that's on our plan is larger than the formulary list of the Ontario drug benefit plan. And that list is 4400 uh, 4,400 drugs rather. So if you have a question about the drug you're on, simply call OTIP, the numbers on our brochure, and have ready the DIN number, the DIN number of that drug. And Health Canada gives every drug in Canada a, a DIN number. We'll be able to look that up and let you know uh, if it's covered or not.
1: Robin, there are many people that need more than $4,000 in prescription drug coverage uh, before they turn 65. Do you have any advice for those people that may require more than our maximum limit offers?
2: That's a good question, Andrea. So it really depends on how much extra. So if, if you're total prescription drug usage is you know five six seven thousand dollars well then uh, you know you're you're fine you're covered up to four thousand dollars you'll want to save receipts for your out-of-pocket medication because those out-of-pocket costs uh, become eligible to be used on your income tax as a medical expense as does the premium for our plan so let me just go off on a tangent here every uh, February, you're going to get a tax slip from OTEP giving you uh, that information what you paid for our plan. But if you're spending more out of pocket than you know by a couple thousand dollars, then then those are eligible expenses. Now, if we're talking about you know 15, 20, or, or more in medication costs, which can happen unfortunately, then I would encourage our clients to turn to what is known as the Trillium Drug Program. And that's a social safety net uh, that uh, the Ontario government has. Your pharmacist or physician uh, has more information, or you can go and and just Google uh, Trillium drug program. But basically, there's a 4% deductible based on your household income, and the province will pick up the cost uh, over and above that deductible of your medication. And that lasts until age 65 when the Ontario drug benefit plan takes over. But I know some people are very worried. They know that you know they're working, uh, they know that they have uh, a need, high need for prescription drugs and they're deathly afraid, oh, I can never retire because I'm going to have all of this expense. Uh, know that there is that solution for them.
1: Well, thanks Robin.
0: All right, so on page 13 of the booklet there is some explanation about the dental plan Mm-hmm. Would you care to talk a little bit more about how the dental plan works and how often can we make changes, Robin?
2: Sure, George. Well, I think what you've highlighted is the one and only option that we have, because everything we've talked up, uh, talked about till now is included in your plan, like right? the health, the, the coverage for chiropractic massage or travel plan, etc., so the dental coverage is an option and it should only be purchased if you really need it. And by that George, look at the premiums. Uh, let me quote, $68.81 for single co- uh, coverage, $136 and change for couple and $166 and change for family. It's not an inexpensive benefit. And where the dental plan will come in most benefit are those who need things such as root canals and gum treatment, crowns, bridges, implants. If you just go to the dentist for the regular examinations, uh, scale cleaning, and, and x rays, you don't need to buy a dental plan because you're going to spend far more in premium than you will if you just paid your dentist. That being said, however, we're one of the only plans that will allow you to come into our dental plan later on down the road at any time without a penalty. So if you were in your dentist chair and you heard the words gum disease, well, you might the next day, you may want to pick up the phone and call OTIP because you can add our program on the 1st or the 15th of any month. It doesn't have to be January. And your program would start the the first of the next month. The nice part about our plan is that if you do join uh, you, you only have to pay for 12 months. You're, not, you're you don't sign up for a couple of years. You can always get off the plan uh, in a year. Now, if you did get off, you would have to wait two full years to go back on. So again, I, I have to advise to have a discussion with your dentist prior to going off, you know, am I done all this or, 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 or do I still need the dental plan? And they can guide you.
0: Great. So let's just, let's say I'm on my spouse's plan. And, you know, is it possible for me to join just a dental plan with Artip?
2: Good question. So I think the scenario you're describing is uh, I'll use my, I I retire, Um, I I lose my board plan. It's gone, Uh, I lose my provincial health plan. And then I'm on my wife's plan, but she doesn't have a dental plan or it's, it's not enough dental coverage for me. Yes, I can come to OTIP and say, listen, I don't need the health right now. I just want the dental and, and we'll do that. And then later on, let me finish that scenario. Later on, when my wife or, or your spouse eventually does retire, then I, I have 60 days to come back and repurchase the health plan, which I originally declined.
1: Is that true in other scenarios where a retiree may decline our TIP plan but choose to just take dental? Can you do that?
2: So, I, th- I think as a single individual, I think it was what you're asking. So, if you just took dental, you could, but after 60 days, uh, you'd have to prove medical evidence to
0: come back into the health plan. Well, thank you for that answer. Robin. Uh, before wrapping it up, we have a couple more questions that we've received in the past, and we just want to, you know, to clarify that for some of our members. So the first one is, if I pass away, can my survivors stay in the plan? Uh,
2: yes, George, some, some good news here. Uh, so uh, again, my wife and I, we, I'm the education employee. We buy the plan. We're both on it. Uh, I pass away first. She can keep the plan for life. The other scenario is that uh, I'm the educational employee. Uh, My wife continues to work. I don't buy RTIP right away because I'm on her plan, but I pass away before she retires and she can still come to RTIP and purchase the plan within 60 days of her eventual retirement. And and, and let me add one more uh, little tidbit here. If you have, we talked about, dependent children before. If you have a child that's dependent upon you for cognitive or physical reasons, uh, you need to have them added on as an overage dependent and they get to keep the plan for life.
0: Great, thank you. One of the other questions that we often get is what type of other products does OTIP offer? And at this time, I'd like to invite Andrea to talk to us about the home and auto insurance and life insurance.
1: Thanks, George. I'd love to talk about our home and auto program. OTIP is a broker and our team of licensed brokers are insurance experts uniquely positioned to represent the best interests of our members. We don't work for insurance companies and our team shop for policies from multiple companies for the best product and price for you. Our advisors are our members source of independent expert insurance advice. And that becomes very important at the time of a claim. That's when you need someone on your side, someone who understands insurance and can advise you. With OTIP as an education employee, you're entitled to exclusive savings on home and auto insurance with OTIP. And that continues when you retire. OTIP is a place for retired education employees to continue saving on car and home insurance. Our exclusive offer for retired education employees includes saving up to 25% on car insurance and saving up to 50% on home insurance when you insure both your car and home with OTEP. Some of the free benefits included in most of our policies include guaranteed claim service satisfaction, our free assistance program, and claims counseling. Claims counseling is an excellent benefit when you might be wondering how a claim will affect your premiums. You can call us before you put that claim in. Add-ons that enhance your protection with additional optional coverages include a worry-free bundle, disappearing deductible, and personal property claims protectors. Your life insurance coverage in your provincial plan will also end the day that you retire. OTIP Life Insurance gives you additional coverage over and above your group coverage as well to protect your family today, as well as ongoing protection when your group plan terminates.
0: Thank you both for joining me in this podcast and also to all our listeners for tuning in. Please make sure you tune in as we will have future podcasts on the following subjects. Travel insurance coverage, home and auto insurance, and life insurance. I would also like to remind everyone that OTIP is offering our workshops online. So please visit our website at www.otip.com. And if you have any questions or comments about this and our future podcasts, please contact us as OTIP Events at otip.com and remember you can always get a guide online at www.otip.com forward slash our tip thank you again and have a great day